Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Ramadan Mubarak to you and yours. This Ramadan, as we all gather to share a meal with our loved ones, we need to remember those in Gaza who are also gathering to share a meal with so many who aren't there that were just there a year ago. Since October the 7th, the Human Development Fund has assisted over 200,000 people in Gaza, providing them with essential aid, such as food baskets, water, hot meals, winter items, shelter, hygiene kits, and baby formula. Your generous contributions are making a significant impact, especially in Rafah. Let's sustain this momentum and continue providing crucial support during this sacred and blessed month. Please visit hdfund.org slash qalam. That's hdfund.org slash qalam, Q-A-L-A-M, to learn more about our global reach this Ramadan and choose where you'd like to direct your support during this blessed month. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this month a time of mercy, solace, acceptance, and triumph for the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And may Allah continue to use all of us as a means and never replace us. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. From the podcast team at Qalam. We wanted to wish you a very blessed Ramadan. This month, you can expect daily uploads that will include reflections, khatiras, and khutbas, all from our new campus, alhamdulillah. If you benefit from this content, please give generously at supportqalam.com. 100% of your donations goes towards the means of providing accessible Islamic knowledge to people around the world. Jazakumullah khairan for listening. Inna alhamdulillah. Inna alhamdulillah na'hmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ghfiru wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakalu alayhi wa na'udhu billah min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihillah falamudillala wa man yudlilhu falahadiyala wa nashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah wa nashadu anna sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa qurata a'yunina muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فقد قال الله تعالى في كتابه العزيز بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم تبارك الذي بيده الملك وهو على كل شيء قدير الذي خلق الموت والحياة ليبلوكم أيكم أحسن عملا وهو العزيز الغفور صدق الله العظيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وآله وصحبه وسلم تحفة المؤمن الموت Our beloved Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم He was once sitting with the companions And while he was sitting with the companions He began to draw a picture before them and as I draw this picture, I want everyone to imagine the Prophet ﷺ drawing this picture in front of you. The Prophet ﷺ, he drew a square. And then from the middle of the square, from the bottom of the square, he drew a line that was going up through the square and even out of the square. Please picture it in your mind. 
And then the Rasul Sallallahu from both sides of this square towards the middle line, the Prophet Sallallahu he drew lines coming toward the middle. And then he asked the companions to reflect. He said, this box that you see here, this is insan, this is me and you, this is you, Fatima. This is you, Muhammad. This is you, Mikhail. And you see this line going all the way through the box, even outside the box? That's your expectations, that's your hopes. That's all the things that you're planning to get after and go after and achieve and accomplish. The Prophet ﷺ is showing you that it goes well beyond that box. Goes well beyond it. And then those little lines on the inside going towards the middle line, he said that these are the things that happen in life. The difficulties that come. Pay raise, lose a job, things happen. Flat tire. You miss one, the next one may hit you. The role of the Rasul if we can summarize it and make it as simple as possible. The one role of the Rasul was to wake us up. It was to wake us up and to bring us out of this sleep. The sleep that humanity had been in for so many years. The Prophet came to wake us up and remind us that there was a deeper purpose to life. And that's why he said to remember often, dhikru hadhim al-lazat. He said, remember often that thing that will break your, your, your pleasures. It's not about breaking pleasures. It's about reminding of priorities and what really matters in life. What is that thing that breaks pleasures when you think about it and you truly contemplate on it? It's your mortality. It's your own death. Brothers and sisters, we stand here on the beginning of the last 10 days of Ramadan. We stand here and we sit here in the state of Siam. And not only that, after we conclude this Jummah, we will be playing, praying the Janazah of one of our beautiful sisters who has gone on to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we are standing in such a special moment where we are reminded about our own mortality, not only by the fact that we will be praying this Janazah on this beautiful sister, but on the fact that we are fasting. And the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the most eloquent way, he said, لِسَاءٍ فَرْحَتَانٍ you know the one who's fasting, they have two moments of happiness. One will come at Maghrib, in the Lifitri, when you break that fast. Yom al-Fitr is coming, everyone already going shopping, mashallah. I know I went, the shelves were empty. We couldn't find what we needed. That means y'all beat us there. The day of Fitr is coming, we'll be happy, we'll be celebrating. We get that coffee back in the morning, mashallah. He'll be back soon and we'll be happy. But the Rasul ﷺ, he said, but there's another happiness that will come due to this state of fasting that we're in right now. And that, that, that happiness is the happiness when we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why the Rasul ﷺ, he said, in the most eloquent, in the most concise speech, Tuhfatul Mu'min al-Mawt, that the gift for the believer is death. It's a gift because your whole life you've been saying, Mera Allah, Mera Allah, my Allah, Mera Rabbi, my Lord. You've been wanting Allah your whole life, you've been thinking about Him. And it is only at that moment when you, 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 you pass that doorway that now you become close to Allah and you see the angels. The hadith tells us that the moment 
This person is laid in the grave and the angels come to question. It looks like the sun is going to set. And this person was a believer their whole life. They've been worshiping Allah. And so as they see the sun setting and the angels come to question, they, the, the movement says to the angels, hold up, I got to pray my usr. I know you got questions for me, but I got to pray my usr. Because that was their adat. That was what they had lived on. So now at this moment, their natural fitrah comes out. And they even say to the angels, one second, egg second, one second, I got to pray before I answer your questions. And the angels say, ah, you passed the test. You passed the test, buddy, that was it. That was it. Tuhfatul mu'min al-maut. Bilal radiallahu ta'ala an. When Bilal radiallahu, when the Rasul sallallahu passed away, Bilal could no longer live in Medina. Because everywhere he walked, he remembered, I was with my beloved at this place. I was with my beloved at this place. Oh, we sat together under that tree. Oh, we ate dates together over there. He could not live in Medina. He had to leave. He went to Sham with his wife, away. The, when, when, when he got close to his death, when he got close to his death, he was laying on his deathbed. And his wife, she's sitting next to him. This is a hard moment. The one you've spent so much close time with. She's weeping and she's next to him and she's saying, Wa karaba, wa karaba. She's saying, This is horrible, this is horrible. What a horrible time, what a horrible time. What a calamity, what a calamity. And he looks at her and he says, Don't say that. Kuli wa faraha. He says, no, 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 say wafaraha, what a great time. What a great time. And you know what he says next? He says, Ghadan, tomorrow, Muhammadan wa hizba wa sahba. He says, tomorrow I'm with Muhammad. Tomorrow I'm with Muhammad. Sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Not only Muhammad, I'm with my boys again. Wa sahba. I'm with my companions. I can't wait to see them again. They've already went ahead. Brothers and sisters, the Rasul Sallallahu he came to remind us. Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala an, he said, Laysa lil mu'min raha. Laysa lil mu'min raha. The mu'min has no rest. Duna liqa'illah. Until they meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Until they meet Allah. They let go of all the stuff off their shoulders. The difficulties, the tiredness, the struggles. Laysa lil mu'min raha duna liqa illa. There is no way for the believer to have raha except by meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As we are in these blessed last days, remember your own mortality. As we pray this janazah on this beautiful sister, remember, brothers and sisters, we will be praying yours. Forget that not. And guess what? The more you remember it, the more often you could remember it, the more you will be able to give priority to what is most important in life. If you remember your death, you'll go home tonight and hug mom a little tighter. You'll text dad and say, hey, pops, how you doing? 
just thinking about you. What's got into you, son? Nothing. Just heard a good khutbah. That's all. Thinking about death is not something morbid. It's a beautiful time. It's the spring after the winter. It's the farha. It's the raha. It's the happiness. Yes, we cry. Yes, our hearts are heavy. But inshallah, when we go, we will be saying, Wa faraha, wa faraha, ghadan Muhammadan wa hizbah. Oh, how happy of a day this is. Oh, happy days. Oh, happy days. Tomorrow we meet Allah, we meet Rasul, and we meet his companions. إن الحمد لله إن الحمد لله نحمده ونصلي على على رسوله الكريم مع بعد قال الله تعالى والذين جاهدوا فينا لنهدينهم سبلنا الله سبحانه وتعالى says indeed those who struggle who strive فينا for us to us for the sake of Allah سبحانه وتعالى لنهدينهم سبلنا indeed we will show them and guide them down the path to us. As I mentioned in the first part of the khutbah, brothers and sisters, we are now in the blessed days of, last days of Ramadan. We are in the season of ibadah. We are in the most blessed time of the year. This is it for the believer. There is no more special time in the year than these 10 days. Than these 10 days and 10 nights that we are in right now. The Prophet ﷺ, he was an, an amazing individual and an amazing is, doesn't fulfill what he was. But we know that in the month of Ramadan that somehow he even elevated himself to another level of being amazing. He was the most generous of people already. You, you, you make a gesture and he gives you the shirt off of his back. That is who he is by nature. But somehow he was able to, to up the ante, so to speak, in the month of Ramadan and become even more generous. And now on top of that, what we find even more amazing is when these 10 nights came, when these 10 days came, his akhlaq, his character even went up to another level. He took it to another level. As the hadith says, and I want us to look at this hadith very closely, كان النبي صلى الله عليه when the last 10 days would come upon the Prophet Shaddul Mi'zar, he would uh, tie up his loins as we speak, as we say in English. The loincloth, which means it's, it's time to get to work. It's time to get to work. And what we have to understand is we all teach our children. I mean, I see a, a room of first and second generation people who understand the concept of hard work. We all teach our children, son, daughter, you want to get ahead in life. You got to work hard. That's passed down. That's understood. The Rasul Sallallahu he says, yes, that is the same thing. But our spiritual progress also depends on our ability 
to work hard for the sake of Allah in our ibadah. Shadda mi'zar, he would, he, would, he, would, he would try harder in his ibadah. Roll up your sleeves, so to speak. It's time to get busy, time to get to work. And what would he do next? Wa'ahya layl. Ah, this is a beautiful one. He would give life to the night. He would give life to the night. What, what does that mean? Give life to the night. The Rasul Sallallahu he said, مَثَلُ الَّذِي يَذْكُرُ رَبُّهُ وَالَّذِي لَا يَذْكُرُ رَبُّهُ كَمَثَلِ الْحَيِّ وَالْمَيِّتِ the Rasul Sallallahu said the example of someone who doesn't know their Allah, doesn't know their purpose, doesn't remember Allah, doesn't know the name Allah, doesn't say Allah, Allah. In one of the hadith in Sahih Muslim says, لا تقوم الساعة حتى لا يقال في الأرض Allah, Allah. One of my teachers used to say, let me translate the hadith. Rasul Sallallahu he said, Qiyamah will not happen until there is no one left to say Allah, Allah. Not even la ilaha illallah, just Allah, Allah. One of my teachers used to say, this hadith tells us that the entire ruh, the entire soul, the entire life of this universe is the remembrance of God. It's what gives this all purpose and meaning. In the moment there's no human being left to just say Allah, Allah, Allah says wrap it up, show's over, man. Show's over, there's no more dhikr of Allah. I created that to, for that to be dhikr of Allah there. There's no more dhikr. Wrap it up. Why am I mentioning this? Because the same way the soul and the life of this universe is the remembrance of Allah. There is nothing that exists, no particle, no molecule, no anything that exists except that it glorifies Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if you do not understand, you cannot understand how it glorifies Allah. Everything glorifies Allah. Look around you. Everything is in the praise of God. Why am I mentioning this? Because the hadith says when these, nine, these ten days would come, we only have ten, nine more nights of them. Maybe less if the moon is sighted earlier. Or calculated earlier, who knows. The point is, we only have a few days left. We only have a little bit left. And the hadith tells us that he would give life to these nights. What does it mean to give life to it? It means to remember Allah. It means to, it means to establish that connection between the finite and the infinite for you to sit by yourself in a corner, in a masjid, in a saf, in your house. And to hang your head and say, Allah, I need you. Ya Allah, my, my heart. Ya ayu alladhina amunu stajibu lillahi wa lirrasuli idha da'akum. Lima yuhiikum. Oh, you who believe, answer the call of Allah and the Rasul when they call you to the thing that gives you life. Gives you life. If you ask the Sahaba what they were before they accepted Islam, they would say we were like dead people. We didn't have a purpose. We didn't know what it was about. Giving life to the night doesn't mean staying up. Gup, shub, chai, talking, chatting. Giving life to the night means filling it with the remembrance of God, with the remembrance of Allah. 
That's what it means. And that's what he would do when this month, these last nine nights, ten nights would come. He would just remember Allah. Remember Allah. You get tired of reading Quran, just sit there and say, Allah, Allah, Ya Allah, Ya Allah. You get tired of that, sin salah ala nabi. You get tired of that, tafakkar ala khalq samawat. Think about the creation of the heavens and the earth. Ibn Atal al-Askandari, he says, Ibn Atal al-Askandari, he says, Allah lawan al-ibadah. Allah gave all of the ibadahs different colors because you as human beings, we get bored. So you know what? Switch between the ibadat. Do one ibadah, then to the next, then to the next. This is what's called giving life to the night. That's the nightlife that the Muslim celebrates in these blessed days. And then the hadith, he says, وَأَيْقَضَ أَهْلَهُ and the, the, the term is it ecology, environments of righteousness. He would wake up his family. You know, one of my favorite hadith is Aisha says, the Prophet's house was small. He is a small house. So the hadith says, she says, when he would be doing sajda and tahajjit, he would ghamazani, he would poke me with his finger and I would curl my legs up so he could do sajda. And then when he stands, because his qiyam is so long, she'd stretch her legs back out. He ain't going to be back down here for another 20 minutes. <laughs> so she stretched her legs back out. Then when he would come for sajda, he'd poke her and she'd pull her legs back. So that tells me he wasn't always, hey, get up, get up. You got to pray. He said, I'll pray. But when Ramadan last nine and ten nights came, <laughs> everybody get up. Come on. It's our season. It's time. What are we doing, Baba? What are we doing? I told my kids, subhanAllah, I had just realized, my children are young, I had just realized I had not explained to them yet Laylatul Qadr. I know, I'm a bad, I'm, I'll become better. So I said last night to Mari, I was like, you know, this may be Laylatul Qadr. She's like, Baba, what's that? I was like, oh, what did I do? She said, don't worry, she's only eight. Relax, don't judge me. I said, it's the night where ibadah is worth more than 80 years of worship. They said, what, 80 years? Right away, they all grabbed their little Quran, except for Qasim. He didn't do nothing. Inshallah, I'm working on the boy. Don't worry. <laughs> My girls, they jumped right on it. And they start reading. And I sat there and I listened to one page of Karima reading. And I just reflected, thought, man, if I get 80 years of just listening to my daughter read Quran, what a blessing. What a blessing. Don't waste these nights. Don't waste them. Don't just stay awake either. For the sake of staying awake, fill them with what gives you life. Fill them with what feeds your soul. I'll end with this because my time is up. Everything that comes from the ground gets nourishment from the ground. And everything that comes from Allah needs nourishment from Allah. The body came from the ground. You give it minerals and vitamins and food from the ground. But this soul that's inside of you, this soul that makes you who you are, the only way to nurture this soul the only way to nourish this soul is to give it something from its source. It's from Allah. The only way you can satiate this soul is to give it from that which is from God. Remembrance of God. Recitation of the Quran. May Allah allow us, brothers and sisters, to fill these nights with ibadah. These are the nights of solitude. As Umar ibn Khattab, he used to say, Make sure you have some time by yourself. 
Make sure you have time alone. Because that's where you'll connect with Allah the most. May Allah allow us to build that connection in this, these last nights. Remember God loves you. Remember all of you. Anyone in this room who feels that they're too whatever, no, no, no. Allah loves you to turn back. Allah loves you. Allah loves you more than a, a mother loves their nursing child. Allah loves you. Despite all of your sins, Allah loves you. That's why he's brought you to this moment right now, in this blessed month, as a believer, saying, La ilaha illallah. He loves you. There are other people who I know, I wish they knew what you knew. Allah loves you. So never let shaitan make you feel or your nafs make you feel. What's my tawbah mean? Allah is happy and elated at your tawbah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to use these blessed last nights. May Allah forgive our beautiful sister who has passed away. May Allah elevate her rank in the hereafter. May Allah allow us to take lesson from those who pass away and realize our life is short. May Allah forgive us of our sins. May Allah bless this institution and make it a source of nur and hidayah for this entire country. May Allah bless this entire community. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Allahumma salli wa sallim wa annim ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa maulana Muhammad. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Wa rlahum an jami ashabi nabiyyika ajma'in. Wa anil khulafai rashidin. Abi Bakr wa Umar wa Uthman wa Ali. وأن بقية الستة من العشرة المبشرة وأن أهل بيت نبيك أجمعين وعنا معهم بفضلك وجودك وكرمك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم عزنا ولا تذلنا يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم عزنا ولا تذلنا يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم إن نسألك الهدى والتقى والعفاف والغنى يا أرحم الراحمين إباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيدكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله تعالى يذكركم ودعوه يستجب لكم ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تسنون أقيم الصلاة